0: One and all to the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast for our review of AEW Full Gear. I am your king of extreme, Phil KOE, the man of the hour, the man with the power, the man that makes the other podcast cower, joined by my indomitable broadcast partner, the one, the only,
1: Tony G. Like, share, subscribe. I just, I wanted to keep it quiet in case, (laughs) didn't want to let the secret out of the bag, but... This is the place to be, folks. This is the best source for all wrestling-related content, previews, predictions, reviews, and results. Are you implying that I'm a little loud? I would never do such a thing. (laughs) I am Tony fucking G, your ten-time champion, and let's just rip this duct tape off of the fucking scab right out of the gate. Neither of us were able to retain, regain, and recapture the RWP championship from one asshole in Iowa, Chicken, who did retain at an AEW show that he, you know, probably was half aware was on.
0: Uh, Rapscallion ne'er do well that he is. Yes, yes. That no good chicken. That rotten, rotten, evil, evil, just snarling sack of snake feces chicken. I mean, like... I know, I know. What what about poor me? It's it's the Tony Show, Phil. Come on, get with it. it. Come on, all right. We are in Compound G this evening.
1: We are, yes. And obviously, we are about twenty four hours removed from AEW Full Gear two thousand twenty one. We're gonna go over this. We're gonna talk about most of the matches. We're gonna give some thoughts and some praise, and probably shit on some stuff. And I think rightfully so. So, without further ado. Before we get interrupted by some asshole in Iowa, I'll say it again. Let's start out with the first match, which was surprisingly. Wish I would have seen this one coming, and damn, it was a perfect move, but it almost ruined the rest of the show. MJF and Darby Allen opened this thing up. I costing w- me a tiebreaker point. Uh, yeah, it did, but you mm-hmm. know what? I I don't even care about <laughs> anything else right now because I could watch that match. 10 times over, and not get bored with it. This thing was fantastic. When MJF made the claim that you've got four pillars of AEW, the young guns of AEW, MJF, Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy, and one Darby Allin, there's a reason he said that. And having two of them in this match, you knew it was going to be good. And I said this on the Prediction Show. This could be match of the night. And uh, it was, for me... This thing was incredible. These guys started out jockeying for position so fluently. It's like they'd done this match a thousand times over. Neither one could get an advantage. They were doing things that only guys with their youth but experience and their athleticism could do. Darby's a little undersized, but it didn't matter here because MJF flowed with him so well during the transitions. Neither one could get an advantage. It was beautiful. I love this. It was amazing. I this, loved it This is
0: one of the matches I really watched intently, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. it really shined. And you're right, this was probably... Uh, I'm not going to call it match of the night, I but will. yes, this Philosopher King here, absolutely right. Vote Phil Kwe 2024. You know it's the right thing to do. But uh, yes, I'm going to have to say... Yeah, this is at least first or second match of the night, and it was great match for all all parties involved it put Darby over even in loss and MJF is he's like the final boss of pro wrestling heel work now I mean he, he just is. he's so good and even as a heel he puts over the four pillars as you said and that yeah. puts them over for years to come
1: what uh what I loved about this was after they got the smooth <clears throat> transition opening sequence out of the way that everybody appreciated they got back into... It's not like they had to have each other's match. They were both able to have their match with each other, and it worked seamlessly. Eventually, you get him outside of the ring. MJF is outside. He throws Darby back in. Starts taunting the crowd perfectly. And with precision timing, just happens to look back towards the ring where Darby Allen is barreling out like a cannonball, and he lays his shit in so thick. It always looks so
0: good. Yeah, it's not that just... I'm going to look at you for like 30 exactly. seconds and wait
1: and like, oh, yeah, times it so well that he doesn't see the other guy coming until it's already too late. He's not standing there waiting. It was perfect. And by the time that this thing got back into about the latter third of the match, they again started going back and forth. and Neither guy could really get an advantage over the other the coffin drops to the outside, to the side of the ring apron. I mean, good God. And even the – didn't he even hit a tombstone at one point? Like, everything was just top shelf in this match. I could – i on the ring apron. Yeah, I I couldn't crow about this thing enough. Uh, Eventually, you did have the kerfuffle, as I expected, but it never even got to the ring. You had – what was it? Spears was coming down with a chair. Sting comes in with a bat, neutralizes him. Wardlow pops in, also gets neutralized because it's Sting. They never even touch the ring. So kudos to them for knowing better than to ruin a good thing. But it does give MJF just a little bit of time to pull the, the ring out of his tights. First, he gets the skateboard and has Darby. Come on, hit me with it. Hit me with it, Darby. No, I'm taking the high road. And as he turns around, the finger gets the ring. Bam. One, two, three. MJF gets the win just by cheating the right amount. It was perfect. I was, I could have, I could have stayed for a little bit bigger of an end, but since this was the opening match, it was perfect. Like this was perfect for me. I I, I don't care what you rate it four, seven, five, easy match of the night. I loved this. I'm, it was I, perfect. I wasn't going to go quite that high. It, it was perfect. I was going
0: to go four and a half. Uh, I liked it, but wow. And wait, 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 loved we, it. we've got a couple of comments here. Ah, you no-good sniveling sack-of-snake feces. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Boo. I loved it.
0: I don't care. I loved the match. Oh, it was a great match. Great match. (laughs) I I can't deny what you have to say there. Uh, What was next on the card, sir? Let's
1: see. Next up, we did have, surprisingly, the tag team title match, FTR and the Lucha Bros. Now, this was not for the AAA tag titles that FTR won from the Lucha Bros the first time. This was the AEW tag team titles. So, kind of what I feared happened in this one. The first time around, FTR kind of was allowed to have their match, and the Lucha Brothers adhered to the FTR match. This time around, it was the other way. And uh, after a year or so now, FTR has kind of fallen into the same trap that the rest of the tag teams have. They're guilty of just being in the ring at the same time for no good goddamn reason i mean they tried to make sense of it as much as they could but they've fallen into a bad habit of it and it happened a few times in this one Uh early on i like the spot where i think they caught phoenix and they were both on the outside and they tossed him into the yep. ring, into the ring apron or the the guardrail and then i think penta came out they caught him in overhead yeah into yep. phoenix. that was a kind of a, they, they try to make it work but then there's a little bit too much convoluted double teaming when there doesn't need to be. The other one I noticed that honestly shocked the hell out of me was later in the match when I think Penta was in the ring with both members FTR. Phoenix is outside wanting a tag. I thought that'd be the other way around, but hey, who knew? I don't know. Made no sense. And let me just say this. Ray Phoenix is Phenomenal! If I could just get one match with Ray Mysterio before Ray retires, Mysterio Phoenix, Ooh. holy shit! Like He's Phoenix is so still seamless. my beating heart. He's doing stuff that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever, but it doesn't matter because it's just so flawless in execution. Uh, I, I enjoyed the match, but I, I was really disappointed that FTR really kind of fell into some bad habits that other tag teams normally do, and I. That really hurt it for me. I only gave it three. Uh, the Lucha Brothers did end up getting the win as we expected. Hmm. Well, I expected. <sighs> I
0: was hoping for FDR. As was um, I, but... I really like this match apparently a lot more than you did.
1: Um, I had a feeling.
0: Three and a half. I, I, the only thing I have wrong was the wrong
1: folks one. I could have gone higher, but it just... I found myself getting taken out of this. I, it totally even got involved as a manager should for once, and I don't know. There was just something about it that disappointed me. And I feel like kind of
0: fell on FTR's shoulders, not the Lucha Brothers. We'll get get to managers getting involved as they should or shouldn't a little
1: later. (laughs) That's fair. Now, uh, you know, I don't think this will be the last time you see these teams go at it. So uh, if it is a trilogy, I I think FTR has got to go over, but you don't have to do it right away. So we'll, we'll see where this goes. Moving down the card. Number three of the night. Brian Danielson and Miro in the uh, finale, I guess, of the mm-hmm. title tournament super duper. Who's you get a shot face off against yeah. the winner of the main event? Yeah, I, you know, tournaments are fine and all, but this this didn't feel like a big tournament to me. I don't know, so it didn't really matter. I didn't care because we were getting a match that I actually wanted to see with Miro and Brian Danielson. Shocker here. Two polished guys that came from a legitimate company before AEW, not a bar or a barn or a field, and they were able to put together a match that made a lot of damn sense. This was this was great. This was brilliant. I love this match a lot because Miro is doing what Miro should have done from the get-go in AEW, and that's being a big, hulking, badass, just overpowering everybody in the ring because he's going to have the power advantage more times than not. He's usually going to have the size advantage, and he was able to play to his strengths here. He he could go fast, but he'd always slow it down. He'd slow it down to his pace, and he would overpower Brian Danielson. On the other hand, Danielson has those big explosive offensive drop kicks, kicks, uh, chops, and it always makes it look so seamless. And these guys were polished as hell. I thought this was really well done. I thought they had a great match overall. The end. I don't know what happened at the end. Uh, they went for like a spinning DDT in the corner. And Miro ends up on his head. And there was really no DDT that happened. Danielson swoops in quick once he hit the mat. And gets the DDT anyway. And gets the one-two-three. I don't know what happened there. I, I'm all, I was honestly a little concerned that Miro no, might yeah. actually have a head injury. From
0: this. At that point, when you're when you're in that bad, you just go home. Yeah. I, and so, it, you know, uh, but you got to consider the ending. So I'm going to be honest. Three two five.
1: I, that's what I went with. Three two five. I would have easily gone higher, but the ending it did silly it a bit for me. I, the, the right guy won. I I don't think there's any question here. I don't. I don't know that Miro's got enough of the stink of the kip sabian thing off of him yet to be in a world title picture but he's not that far off and it is starting to get a little crowded at the top so if miro is ever going to make a move for it you know it probably should be soon but we will see uh, brian danielson challenging for the world title and with that we do have the champ entering the game champ what's up and i I can't hear the champ fail Um, fail had my mic turned down there it is Uh, Well,
2: uh, how are you fellas doing tonight
1: we've been
0: better you no good (laughs) sniveling sack of snake feces you no good ne'er do well you chicken i don't know how your secret (sighs) inside source got you the better picks (sighs) for this aew show because you clearly got the inside track on wwe but apparently in this giant layoff that's been going on and everybody getting released apparently your inside track (laughs) in WWE has now jumped ship to AEW
1: that's clearly what happened to you yeah I agree,
2: 100% well you you talk about good picks how about perfect picks
1: you were not perfect what did I miss you missed uh, the well we'll get there we're almost there (laughs) actually that's the match we're coming up to next we're all wrong on this one uh, the Bucks and Adam Cole going up against the Lucha, Lucha Express and Christian Cage match. Uh, this thing was an absolute nightmare. I hated this match a lot, and I could do nothing but shit on this thing all night if I really, really wanted to. What did you think, champ?
2: Um. Okay, there, I love the, the frog splash. That was like the best part of the whole goddamn thing i thought uh uh they were trying to do the eddie eddie like kick back there and had the crowd going and uh, that yeah, was the eddie best
1: kickback <laughs> happened in like three different matches which kind of ruined it for yeah
2: me. yeah it was a little overwhelming but that frog splash was pretty awesome I, and i i thought the camera missed it like more than anything like they panned away as he was jumping but it looked great in that small shot that they did get and i'm like man they they kind of they kind of missed that
0: actually pretty fucking
1: awesome Uh, i'll be honest i
0: I marked the fuck out for that and
2: uh (laughs) yep
1: i didn't mark out as much the second time or the third time in the next few matches but yeah no that was a great spot here's the problem it came during the middle of a car crash with no semblance of order whatsoever this was this was brought this was a match that i literally think (laughs) um i think phil and i had this match in high school if i'm not mistaken
0: probably pretty yeah, close it,
1: probably not that far off
0: probably why i liked it so much
1: don't shut your fucking whore mouth <laughs> <laughs> shut your whore mouth no this got really bad i i hate it, it just honestly it, i was gonna give it like two and a half and it just gradually got worse for me by the time they were up on the entryway doing the knee pads with thumbtacks uh, just give me a fucking break yeah the thumbtacks I mean, and the
2: mouth thing was that what you know, we're talking that, about yeah
1: that, That was dumb as shit. If you're going to put thumbtacks in somebody's mouth and super kick them in the mouth, that's the end of the match, and they shouldn't be on TV again for probably three months. But no, we had another, like, ten minutes of the match to go, and you'll see Jungle Boy uh, on Wednesday. He's fine. Tony,
0: Jungle Boy's got that inner heart, that inner tenacity. He can overcome multiple stab wounds inside of his head. Can you... I like Jungle Boy's next level. Now, uh, I'll, I'll be on. What What did you give this
1: to? I ended up giving this one seven five. I hated it. It's, oh, um, wow. The Bucks did not win, uh, which probably, I probably would have given it two had the Bucks won because I predicted the Bucks. I don't even like the Bucks, oh. but I thought they should have gone over here. I don't know. This just felt, it just, I didn't like it. Nothing here really appealed to me. One seven
0: five. Chicken. What did you give this match?
2: I didn't give much more. I gave it two. I thought there was some. I thought Thank there you. was some fun spots. I saw that uh, uh, before the one feed cut out. I'd go back and watch the rest of it. But I did <laughs> love the two table spots. That was pretty cool. Um,
1: they, I mean, they timed that well. But yeah. <sighs> I think that was already after the thumbtacks in the mouth and I'm already checking
2: out. (laughs) Yeah, the the especially when there's no blood. Like why are you gonna put thumbtacks in the mouth and he's not even bleeding out of the mouth? Uh, I was like I was like, Okay, where's the drama at? And it never came.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um 375. I I really, really like
1: that match. Get out. (laughs) get out. Okay. Uh.
0: I I enjoyed the shit out of it. 375.
1: I enjoyed it. What point of that was actually 375? And how much of that rating is you just being an ass?
2: (laughs) Right.
0: Oh, there's only like 20% of it just me being an ass. Even though that was at
1: three stars and it was nowhere near three. Oh, Oh. I.
0: I, no. I kind of marked out for the thumbtack and the mouse super oh, kick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no. sorry.
2: I'm sorry. I would have. I'm I would have enjoyed the thumbtacks yeah. more if something would have came from it, but nothing yeah. did. They did the. They did the double super kick with, it and like it was like that's it. That's like the, we don't. We don't the the get, get to see any gore. Thing.
1: Yeah. The worst thing. He fucking. Oh, he had the jungle boy had the chance to do the concerto to. Yep. I think it was Nick or Matt Jackson. He's like, oh, I just don't know if I should do it. Then they put thumbtacks in his mouth and super kick him in the jaw. So by the end of the match, yeah, okay, now I can do this. Splat.
2: Yeah. What the?
0: No. It shows uh, that he's a baby face with morals and principles, and he's got something. like It means that he's got his
1: own code, Tony. In 2021,
2: that doesn't work.
1: Yeah. No. I thought about this match. What Jungle Boy is going to think uh, probably about right now is he's passing half of those thumbtacks. That hurt. So that was sucking stupid. I mean, I you know, hated everything about it. Moving moving along.
0: AEW events, me and Tony have some of the most wild
1: ratings. Yeah, we're gonna move along because I hated that so much. Uh number five on the match card was the Al- uh, excuse me, Malachi Black and Andrade Al <laughs> Idolo versus Pac and Cody Rhodes. Uh I wanted to hate this, honestly. I really did. I ended up enjoying this quite a bit. They, they did do a good job of the story where we're all thrown together. We don't want to be tagging, but we're forced to tag to get our hands on the guy that we actually want to fight. Right. But they almost went overboard with it. Like, they started the match with it. That was the middle. And it was kind of the end, too. Like, it never stopped. Like They started flowing well, and then they'd go right back to the crutch of, oh, we just don't like each other, but we've got to... It was almost too much at one point for me. And Cody ended up doing his theatrics where he he, I think he got kicked what? in the head. He rolled to the outside and then he stood there for a really long time when Pack needed a tag. And Arn's over there cuddling his balls, like, Oh, are you okay, Cody? Are you hey, okay? You we need to make head?
0: sure, like, there's no concussions <laughs> from the American nightmare, Cody Rhodes. We need to make sure that he is uh, full and up to his actual health when he gets in the ring.
2: Super now, important.
1: They actually, wrestle. I, honestly, this was very well done. As we expect, all four guys are really talented wrestlers. And <laughs> when they were wrestling, it was, it was good. It was it was fine. I liked this match. I, I would actually watch these four guys go again in a tag team match. But it was like a thrown together at the last minute thing. There was no story, so I wasn't nearly as invested as I want to be. But they wrestled good. Everything was okay. It, they nothing, told the
0: story between the nothing,
1: ropes, T. They did. And nothing offended me to the point where I'd get mad usually with a Cody match. Luckily, there were three other people to. Rain his ass in, because I'm sure he had an idea. Well, let's have Brandy, like, zip-lying down in the middle of the ring, and uh, I don't know, who's going to get out of retirement to sit in the crowd and wave to me, and uh, that's what Cody does, but I digress. No, he ends up getting taken out of the match over the barricade, and then eventually Pac gets the win. I don't know. I I really did not expect Pac and Cody to get the win, and Cody was nowhere to be seen when the actual 1-2-3 happens, so it just... I don't know. The, the ending kind of fell a little flat for me. Mm-hmm. I wanted something a little bit more contrived and for once with a Cody match, and I didn't get it. I don't know. And, oh, God, that's what I was going to mention. Cody is doing a balls-out job of trying to get a hot tag in the middle of this thing. Trying so hard. Pax, oh, I got to get to the corner get a tag. Cody's over there slapping the turnbuckle, running around. What's happened? Oh no! No cheers! No hyping up from the crowd. They are booing his ass out of. The oh yeah. yeah,
2: that was great. <laughs>
1: <You're>
2: <laughs> it was weird. a very anti-Cody crowd tonight. That uh, or last night, yeah.
0: Fascinating. I mean, now Tony, I think that's incorrect. Oh yeah. I think what was happening was the crowd was just so enthralled with Cody. They were just like, "Ooh, ooh!" And yes. see them all going.
2: Ooh.
1: Like, yeah, I think <laughs> hey, yeah. How'd you rate this one
2: uh i actually uh, fairly enjoyed it there was a couple of good spots uh, uh what it, that blackout kick uh early in the fight the black mass or what what yeah. whatever he calls it i don't that was, that was a good spot. Um, and then, uh, was it Andrade that did that, like, uh, that 360 weird, like barrel roll spin off the, off the top ropes. That was pretty cool. Um, I dunno, it, it was entertaining in, in the fact that, you know, I picked Pac and Cody to win and, and the crowd was ooing and eyeing over Cody yeah. made yes. it so much better. Uh, I actually enjoyed it. I, I gave it three, three stars.
1: I went higher. I actually gave it three and a half, just because it didn't insult me, and I'm used to being insulted <laughs> with Cody matches. So I, it, it, it went past my expectations a bit.
0: I like. I was kind of disappointed that Arn Anderson didn't give somebody a spinebuster, and oh, I'm God. a little surprised that Cody's like newborn child didn't come down and give somebody a bionic mm-hmm. elbow so Cody could get the roll up. Oh, for the he did and two three. And they hated it. Oh, I, More. I, I, I marked out. Fuck off. I, I like whenever I see Cody do one of the dusty moves. I mark out like a motherfucker. I don't care, but I'm apparently a minority in those particular arenas. So interesting to note. What'd you rate this one? What'd you give it?
1: I gave it three and a half. Well, you're allowed to agree.
0: No, I'm going to give it three, seven, five.
1: Oh, get Fucking bent.
0: If All Iron right. would have given somebody a spine buster, it would have been four stars. Oh,
1: I can't even with this guy. I can't even. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the girls. AEW, Women's World Championship. Britt Baker, DMD defends against Ty Conti. Now. Ty Conti.
0: Ty Conti.
1: Boy, you're just you're just batting a thousand, Phil. All right, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a ton to put into this because I kind of just sat back and I enjoyed this one. Uh, Ty Conti's really done a good job since she's entered AEW of like winning over the crowd. She doesn't have a ton of personality, no, but her work rate has gotten progressively better and better and better. It's not championship level yet, but she showed a lot of potential here, and she's done what she's done. This entire tenure of hers, and that's show potential. She did that and some tonight on this one. I, I really enjoyed the match, but it was the right call. It was fairly competitive, honestly. I, I thought both, both of them did a good job on the back and forth. There wasn't anything that, like, suspended disbelief really here for me. Nothing more so than usual. Uh, Britt Baker does a really good job of finding a way to get those comeback spots in just the right spot do just does enough to cheat to get the upper hand and it's not overwhelming it doesn't take you out of the match i thought this thing flowed really well i enjoyed it i gave it uh three two five Britt baker gets the win
2: i i gave it a three and a half uh i i thought uh uh, ty conti actually had way uh, a lot more uh a lot more spots on here than she did? than brit like it was it was a very impressive performance from her so i i i thought she did well uh the timing was good throughout the whole match it, it flowed really well i cool. thought overall like yeah like you said the the uh, suspension of disbelief like it, it was it was great it was just something you'd sit back and be like hey this is a good uh good old-fashioned women's match like they kick some ass both of them i thought they both did great Agreed.
0: i was going to give this match uh three stars Okay, And then I remember that Britt Baker was in the tooth and nails match. So I figured you got to at least knock off a quarter star for that. That was
1: last year, <laughs> Phil. That was 2020. You got to forgive.
0: I still have not fully forgotten, as you can no. see. She went to school uh, for
2: eight years, okay?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm afraid the match was a three-star match, but... The record books will have to have an asterisk of a two seven five <laughs> as a continued <laughs> as a continued point docking, but yes, maybe in the beginning of the year two thousand twenty two, that you can, might might know. let that go. The Christmas season is close to be upon us. That is the season for forgiving. We'll see. We'll see if that you All know right. that.
1: <laughs> Let's move on to Phil's favorite match of the night: uh, Eddie Kingston and CM Punk. Phil, go ahead.
0: Okay. Full disclosure full disclosure. Okay. okay. I was watching this on my phone on YouTube and I fell asleep halfway through the match. Did you finish it? Punk won.
1: Yeah. yes, he did. Um, yes, yes he I did. did go
0: back and finish, but okay. I'm just ma- making that as a note is CM Punk I really loved. I liked his entrance. I liked everything that went into it yep. and I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Eddie Kingston does not exactly hold my attention.
1: <laughs> All right, fair enough. I honestly I, I enjoyed this for what it was. The build was a phenomenal for this fight. Uh, I liked the jump start because it wasn't like, oh, I'm just gonna jump on you, start beating your ass before the bell. Kingston laid in a very sneaky like chop to get things started. Punk sells the hell out of it. It was perfect. Kingston really just applied himself to the camera at that point. He, he's so good at that. He is one of the best promos in the business right now. And he he does get that into the match a lot of the time. You see that promo work in the middle of the match with him. That's part of his game. That did it really well here. Uh, this was mostly a fight. There wasn't a ton of wrestling here, but it's an Eddie Kingston match. So, yeah, you don't expect the technical prowess to be the big thing. Punk ends up getting juice. Right time, yeah. He
0: was bleeding like a son of a bitch. I'll I'll give him that. Like, he was bleeding all over the place.
1: But the thing about Eddie Kingston, I don't think you give him enough credit for, is in this match, the typical punk spot where he really gets the crowd behind him, he was doing everything he could and he did everything right to get just that reaction. And the crowd was behind Eddie Kingston. Yeah, they were
2: that was that was the big shocker to me was the crowd. It, it was it, it felt like 75% of that crowd was for Kingston. Like, they you saw a little at the uh after uh after the entrances go through, but god, I was like, Kingston, Kingston is wrestling the equivalent,
0: equivalent to NyQuil <laughs> according <laughs> to 10 man. Sorry, that's, that's kind of funny. Sorry. It's a little bit like, all right, can't wait to see how this match goes. Eddie Kingston's on the offense. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) and I can't wait for Eddie Kingston to just want to jump on our show for an interview. (laughs) Like you know, that's that's happening.
2: How how about uh, Punk's throwback to Cena when he did the shoulder blocks?
0: Yes, loved that was loved it. He milked it a little too long,
2: a little bit, and then the dude, the yeah, you can't see me thing, and yeah, it's like, all right, you're trying too hard. You're trying too hard to win that fan back. I liked
1: that better than. (laughs) Him trying to do Eddie Guerrero. Because at this point I'm like, okay, I've seen it tonight. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. But whatever, I can forgive. Uh Punk does hit the go to sleep, gets the one, two, three, does it just right, milks he had it up. twice, didn't he? Uh, technically, I don't know if that first one was or not. I think uh we can say it's two, but yes, yeah. he does get the one, two, three with the go to sleep. And he get he milks it just enough, gets up. Oh, I can barely stand. Oh. And, of course, he goes to shake Kingston's mm-hmm. hand, and Kingston, ah, I'm out of here, and he leaves. Then the crowd was again fully behind CM Punk. You know they That might have been a, an audible. They were probably yeah. both reading the room like, let's see how the, the room's feeling about us. I can either just get out of here, or you can try to shake the hand. We'll see how they're feeling. I can shake your hand. We can give a little hug. Or I can blow out of here. I think that was probably an audible play by those guys just – We'll gauge the room and see what happens. And I think they probably went with the right call. Kingston leaves. I don't think you're going to see a rematch, because why would you? So, no, yeah. I I enjoyed it for what it was. It was a three-star match. Nothing, nothing amazing. It's probably not fair to say, but the worst CM Punk match he's had in AEW. But that doesn't mean it was bad.
2: Yeah, he did well throughout it. It was yeah. just, yeah, it was just. I don't know. It was just bad pairing. It was bad booking. Um, I mean, just it is what it is. Yeah, I oh, gave the booking three. Booking
1: is great until you actually have to have the match. It's like
2: yeah, Terry yeah. Funk
0: always used to say, "Every match is a great
1: match until it starts."
2: Yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. I gave it three stars as well.
1: There you go, Phil. Two seven five. Didn't figure you hit the three. Fair enough. All right, let's talk about the other. Uh, Oh, you know, wet diaper shit match, and that's American Top Team versus the Inner Circle. I would I would like to sit here and... Jesus Christ! I would like to sit here and tell you Come that... Come on, I- this
0: was an amazing job that Sammy Guevara and Scorpio Sky did wrestling around 10 other guys. Give him credit on that one. This
1: was... This was <laughs> shit. This was dog shit. Here's the best part. We, we've already seen an Anywhere Falls Six, man. Now we're getting a Minneapolis Street Fight, where they're still tagging. They started out tagging. Ten guys, five on a side, and they started out the match tagging. I didn't really end that way, though, did it? I don't know who agented this thing, but uh, fuck you, Chris Jericho, because I know it was you. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking douche! What are you doing?
0: He did seem to come away looking pretty good from this. Didn't Golly, he? who
1: could have predicted <laughs> that? Fucking hell, this was a train wreck. Yeah. Nothing about this was good. Oh, this, this is the best, this is my favorite part. Fucking Tony Schiavone and Excalibur are commenting on all the great weaponry being used that was originated from Minneapolis. And then they talk about the history of the fucking device. Oh, a, a, a buck cake pan. <laughs> Wait, are you fucking kidding me? This is the commentary we're getting on this. Poor JR's sitting there just going... Uh, oh, good fucking God. Oh, oh, that was my, my other favorite part. Uh, fucking Santana and Ortiz have the double, uh, Boston crab camel clutch locked in. Yep. And uh, Guevara goes and grabs the football and just launches it at Scorpio Sky, who's locked in the hold, hits him in the chest. JR goes, Gosh, I wish I had that young man on my, on my Sooners team today because he would have really been a help. <laughs> Wish somebody on the
0: shooter thrown like that. Uh, like I said, let's uh. give credit to the wrestlers who wrestled around the folks that weren't really. Wrestling. I think yes. I just
1: covered all the wrestling that happened in the match.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, I gotta say, the 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 idea of the street fight, the Minneapolis street fight. I'm assuming, like, who? who how many people in the match were from Minneapolis?
1: I don't care enough to find out. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. It was terrible. Uh, what was your least favorite part, champ? <laughs>
2: uh, there was plenty of those. Uh, was it uh, Sammy Gu- uh, Guevara that came off the, the top of the ladder and, and landed on uh, got yeah, him on the he table? Did
1: the, the Jeff Hardy Swanton. Ladder yeah.
2: They had a good camera angle on that, but I don't think it was as cool as it looked.
1: I, I think they, yeah, they had the camera where it needed to be to make it look yeah. like it more elaborated yeah i agree
2: i just didn't feel it and i don't think the crowd quite felt it either like well, usually when you have a spot like that the crowd's like whoa but they were whoa. like
1: ah they've uh... already seen people get hit with butt <laughs> cake
0: fans, yeah so I mean, yeah that's true <laughs> that? really there's only one way this could have been topped this should have been a stadium stampede fuck match. You. yeah <laughs> right
1: fuck you and oh God!
0: There would have been an MMA cage somewhere in the stadium that Junior Dos Santos could have thrown some shadow boxing with somebody standing a little too close. It's selling it like they're getting hit by just atomic bombs. So yeah, yeah, that's I. Uh, there, there was so okay. much
1: going on. I, I
2: that's there cool. there the one part uh, that that I completely missed, and I just looked around. So like Jericho's down. Um, God damn it! Now I'm forgetting it. Uh, who's the guy in the in the fucking blue tracksuit? Oh, Dan Lambert. Da- yeah, Dan. Dan. Fucking, and like Dan's like turning him over, and then all of a sudden he's got a fucking kendo stick. I don't know where it came from. I don't know how it fucking got to that point. And all Dan- of a sudden, fucking Jericho gets up, starts hitting with a kendo stick. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I like know. I didn't even bother to re- was rewind so honest, and look.
0: Dos Santos or Oblaski just <laughs> lay into somebody with that, some of them kendo sticks because they weren't going to pull. They were going <laughs> to wow. just. That thing would have
1: shattered. Oh. probably why they didn't do it I, I don't know elevator. i
2: was confused i didn't want to rewind because i was like is it worth it probably not no. i just i just kept watching
1: no that, yeah. yeah dan tries to put jericho in the walls wait, of jericho wait. and there's just a kendo stick there and he's just like wait eh, would not there another whack, whack, whack.
2: wasn't there another frog splash in this one too from jericho
1: yep there sure was we had another eddie guerrero frog splash because you know twice on the same show isn't enough gotta get a third patrick uh, Tantui (laughs) says American Top Team versus Inner Circle Stadium Stampede at the MGM in Vegas. Uh, Brilliant. Fuck you, Tantui, Brilliant, man. Make it
0: Madison Square Garden. It's going to be a lot more gambling references, and AEW loves their gambling
1: references. So yeah, eventually this did uh, spiral further out of control. Everybody except Jericho and Lambert are gone. And wouldn't you know who won the pony? Jericho ends up pinning Dan Lambert. Golly. If only i would have suggested such a i mean i did say he was going to tap him out totally wrong he pinned him one two three and well, fuck you inner circle gets the win here um this was dog shit
2: 1.5 yeah uh I, I i'm not too far aheady on that one i gave it 175 like i was not entertained no. like hardly at all there's a couple times i was like oh hey what
1: was that and yeah
2: that was few and far between.
1: Yeah, this wasn't even the backyard match that we've seen earlier in the show. This was just yeah. This, this was kind of trash. Manager, two former MMA guys and a bunch of wrestlers who didn't have anything else to fucking do tonight. So this is like WrestleMania, but one match. Do <laughs> everything and get everybody in it. and Make sure everybody gets their shitty, stupid idea in. Horrible. Bill? Just
2: um, Justin uh, sent you stars, Tony, for not winning
1: ah nice i
0: i first of all justin you get five stars like you, you get five stars as one of the super fans. Night, uh, this match, uh, I you know, gotta give it four seven five.
2: Uh, <laughs> Jesus, I'm about no, to no, leave. Henry, like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, no, take those glasses me. off, show people just the rage, disbelief, and disgust in your eyes. I when sure. I hit four seven five on it, no, no, in reality, I was a lot more entertained than you were. I'm sorry, I'm giving it
1: three stars. <laughs> Sorry, just swallowed my tongue a bit there. Did you say? Did you say negative three? Three stars. Oh, plus three. Oh, okay. Yes, because this this is this is uh this is in my running. okay one of the worst things of the year. So yeah,
0: but you also said the same thing about the first stadium stampede match, and, and that it was actually one really one of good. the worst things. It's one of the best year. things I've seen in a long We're time. It's incredibly we,
1: entertaining. We don't need to get into that here. Anyhow. I know because I'm right. No, you're not. You've never been right about that. I'm sorry that you're a mark for Chris Jericho's bad ideas. Moving along. He gave along. the
0: mascot the Judas Effect elbow. is awesome. Yep. And everything that happened in that and match. And 100 yards of Northern happened Lights. Happened oh, my the God.
1: The stadium stampede match could have been done over three, four weeks on Dynamite, and I would have respected it a hell of a lot more. <sighs> stadium
0: stampede. Moving stadium.
1: on to the main event. AEW <laughs> World title match hangman <laughs> adam page challenging i challenging kenny omega for the world title
0: i loved this match this was great this is my other contender for match of the night honestly i was really in enthr- like kenny normally doesn't hold my attention like he used to yeah i um, agree with that this one really did and you were just really like hanging on is hangman finally going to get that buckshot lariat and the way they teased it when hangman hit the one-winged angel i thought one two oh and that was a very cool then there was the one where hangman's standing on the turnbuckle and basically kenny omega does a slingshot into the ring
1: yeah flips over grabs him into
0: a power bomb
1: that could have been
2: really bad that springboard powerbomb oh, was, power bomb was, was the, fucking yeah. awesome. That was, that was the good. best spot of the night. I that, that was like, that one I stood up. I was like, holy
0: shit. <laughs> like, yep, yep. <laughs> I got to agree. That was spot of the night. Um,
1: Gee, nothing in the fucking Lucha mat or the, the yeah, the Jungle Express or.
0: Fuck off. none oh, uh, oh, so... of
1: the spots of the night happened. In the... Oh, you mean an actual wrestling move in a wrestling match? Took the spot of the night? Golly golly G. willikers sorry continue
0: uh i really enjoyed pretty much everything about this match i loved the only thing i didn't like was at the end the dork order coming down well, but that, that was a, that was gonna happen but uh, other than that like i just they built the desire to make this guy champion for yeah. so long now the question is does he draw ratings
1: well yeah, okay we'll, we'll touch on that but I, chicken, go ahead. Give me any extra thoughts you had on this, and then I'll just kind of give my thoughts.
2: Um, I'll I'll just go through. I thought there was not only was that fucking uh, spring shot power bomb was fucking with that 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 yeah. was like the highlight of the entire night for me. But there was a lot of other good uh, big spots on here. Uh, I thought they both did really well on there and selling selling the match and 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 keeping you into it. Like there wasn't a. I mean there was a couple of slow moments but not that many like it was for the most part it was pretty fast paced through the whole thing um i'm trying to remember um yeah you said you mentioned the dark order came out at the end so that was kind of like eh um it is what it is but i overall i thought this was the best match of the night i give this one four stars
1: okay um i Yes, drop a flying elbow on that subscribe button, folks. We need it. Oh. Yes. I, I'll be honest, like you said, Kenny doesn't capture your imagination like he used to. and That's why it was time to take the belt off him. You know, yeah. I think that's fair, but honestly, it was kind of the same this night. I. It took me a while to get into this. Like, the first half of this match, I just wasn't, I wasn't captivated yet because I, I felt like, they've danced around this hangman title win so long they either need to shit or get off the pot at this point this is
2: the only thing i know about aew like from the from when i first you guys got yeah. me first into watching it uh it's been hangman page like it like when's he gonna get it when's he yeah. gonna get it like this is the they, only yeah. this is the non-stop storyline and now it's like holy shit, is this the end of it i'm like i, I was kind of excited to see the climax of it hopefully mm-hmm. like and now phil's point like what what where do we go from here now though
1: yeah i by the time i finally did get into it it's probably about half over and that's when they really started gelling and that's what i said yesterday was they have a good flow they have a good yes. rhythm they know each other they're they've been partners they've had matches and once they got going it, yeah seamless very good and yeah they, i mean they
0: did have tag team match of the year last year Yep. Kenny Omega and, and Hangman Page versus the Young Bucks. And that was undoubtedly the tag team match of the We're year. We are talking last year. about
1: Full Gear 2021 and uh no, that's 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 relevant Phil. But it's true though. Right, anywho. So yeah, I don't know. This got a little convoluted at the end for me with the with the Young Bucks coming down. And they just kind of stood there and once Page got the upper hand, they just kind of gave him a little solemn mm. nod. What does this mean? Like, what are we supposed to infer from this? What seed are we planting? Right. I I don't know. Honestly, is this okay? You earned it. Go ahead. We won't fuck with you. Or is this they the weren't Bucks. in Hangman
0: Page's corner yeah, the I last heard time? and now they're gonna see it through. Or whatever. I don't
1: care. Because what apparently counts, they're so. the. Baby faces? That's yeah, just it. Like I, um, you just saw yeah. these guys shove thumbtacks in somebody's mouth and super kick them, but now, <laughs> now like, they're doing the they did an honorable. Come out like they didn't even need to come out then. I don't know. I, I didn't love that spot. It didn't make a lot of sense. But, uh,
0: you know, it, it did kind of strike me that the Bucks came out and they did that like knowing nod, like the the teacher in some like, you know, musical that's like, yeah. we're like, yes, the students started yeah. to finally get it. Yes. Exactly. Hey, like, wait,
1: wait, why is this a thing? What did you rate this one, Phil? 425. I went 375. And that's only because the first half didn't, like, rip me into attention. It took a while to get going.
2: I didn't expect it to start off, like, uh, super fast, though. Like, when you have a build-up like this, you know the first two to five minutes are going to be bullshit.
1: Yeah, but I I think the match before this probably hurt it a lot in my rating. just because I was just exhausted on the card at this point. Like, goddamn, I had to watch that shit inner circle clusterfuck match. And now I've I've got to enjoy this. I think that probably hurt it a lot for me. So I don't think that should have been the lead into the main event, but I digress, but no, it was really good. I could easily give it four as well. They, they are seamless. They're good together. Uh, the question you asked is, can Adam page draw? That is a legitimate question because at this point, I don't know. The crowd likes him. They've always liked him. They've always been behind him. He's a fresh new face. He's but fresh enough. Is, but is he a star. That's well they haven't done him any favors in that department because when he's not challenging for a title he's doing some of the worst shit imaginable like with the dark order and it's not believable is is the world champion a shit-faced drunk riding around on a lawnmower with 10 goof bags no so it's been up and down with adam page since he's been with AEW, and they wanted to see him as the champ is he going to have the same problem that a drew mcintyre had where we want to see him win the belt really badly but now that he's the champ do we want to see him as the champ that i don't know so, so what i call
0: as, as much as i say i call that dean ambrose syndrome well, not necessarily john moxley syndrome but, yeah, but definitely drew McIntyre
1: has good matches uh,
2: is anybody upset that we're not going to see uh omega danielson
0: We'll see that eventually.
1: Yeah, that's going to happen I mean, eventually. It's going
0: to be a damn good match when it happens, and now they'll have some time to actually put some program into it rather yeah. than
2: yeah. just fighting for fire.
1: That was the only reason I picked uh, Omega to win this match was because I'm like, I assume we're getting Danielson Omega for the title. Like, why wouldn't we? So that, And then as soon as they started talking about, my, oh, shit, they has got this because, yes, it was a year ago that they had the match before, the singles match. This is the return. It's been a full year. Ah, well. Yeah. This, I and then yes, then they said, and Dynamite uh, Adam Page returns to his hometown. I'm like, well, fuck. Wish I'd have known that yesterday. Yep. yep. Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Now that the, the thing right is time. though, Tony,
0: if you'd have known that, you've seen too much WWE to the point where you'd have thought, well, he's clearly they're gonna make him job out in his hometown like they do to everybody. He's like got a good Sasha point. Banks and everybody else. Everybody.
1: Yeah, he's got a point. No, I. I don't know if he'll be a a long-term draw. I don't expect this to be a lengthy reign. So you could see a title change as soon as the next big pay-per-view. I honestly, I don't Do you think
0: he's the transition to put it on like a a CM Punk or somebody of the like?
1: I I think he probably is at this point because they they bumbled his booking so badly. I mean, they still had enough interest in him to justify putting the belt on him. And they had to see this storyline through. And now they've done that.
0: Do you think they dare put the belt on Sting?
1: I don't think so. Oh I don't, God!
0: I
2: don't think, Please no.
1: I don't even think Sting will. Go I for would that. mark the fuck out. I'll be honest. Of course you would. <sighs> until
2: would you it? until you watched a match and then you'd be like, yeah.
0: Oh, oh you. <laughs> like, I'm sorry if it's a WCW late '90s star that's making a comeback. I'm <clears throat>
2: Okay. Uh, a couple of things tonight. I, I got a question for you guys. A couple of things tonight. So you saw mixed crowd reactions, you know, in the, in the punk, uh, Kingston fights, um, even, uh, well, I mean, they, even the MGF, uh, uh, Darby Allen, like you saw mixed crowd reaction, like we, and then as you, as we're talking, so page has the belt. Now we're talking CM punk. We're talking Brian Danielson, like, there's too many faces right now. Who's most likely to take a heel turn? Because I think, yeah. uh, like I, I thought we would see uh, a heel turn or two nu- or on this pay per view, but we yeah. didn't. Um, not not the ones. Yeah, yeah, nothing like I I was expecting. I kind of was hoping CM Punk would do a heel turn, Whoa. and they and it was set up for it, and he didn't do it, and I was just like, oh my god. So obviously they want to keep him as face.
0: He's making too much uh, merchandise off of being a babyface at the moment, and that's probably part of the deal. I'm going to be a babyface for a little while. But, yeah, he would be a perfect heel to be the foil to this new hangman page babyface that we've got. Uh, I
1: think the biggest problem with faces and heels is this is AEW, and they've done a lot of extra work to, well, we don't buy into those old tropes of, baby face and heel <laughs> except True. you have a baby, except you have a baby face and heel entrance for baby yeah. faces and heels on fucking stage and i think
0: they just need to go whole hog and just have cody turn
1: full heel well Make he him, won't do it that's the pro that's where i was cody the Hollywood. cody would right be a great heel right
2: now it would be the perfect time to do yeah. the heel turn There's on no cody
1: better time because right now he's got the go away heat that roman reigns had years ago now that roman reigns has embraced being a heel they love to boo this guy. He's getting the, the reaction that they want him to get, and he wants to get, and they want to give him. It's it's legitimate now. Cody right now has that go-away heat, and it's because of golly, some brilliant man said, I think he's doing too much. I, I think I think he's doing too much. I think uh, I think he's <sighs> giving him a little too much of himself. I think he's overthinking things. No. Wouldn't you know it over a year later? the crowd finally fucking turns on him. They finally had enough of the shtick. It's time to turn Cody heel, but Cody won't go for it. And eventually he's going to have no choice. And when he does it, it's probably going to be fantastic. Cody would make a good heel. When Punk does eventually turn heel, it'll be great because he's a great heel. Um, when they do decide, if they do decide to move Miro up into that upper tier, Miro could be that heel that they never let him be in WWE as a world champion because he was always kind of on the cusp, just never got over the hump because of bad booking. Miro could be that guy. He showed that a lot tonight. If the guy's not concussed Um, with John Moxley (laughs) entering rehab, he was kind of geared towards a heel turn. That probably sets that back quite a bit. Eddie Kingston's technically a heel, but he's not that level, not even close. He's just kind of the fall guy. He's the guy you plug into a, match when you need somebody to take a fall and be a heel. The Bucks and Omega really, I'm sorry, I think they have failed as heels. Like, the Bucks and Omega are better as heels because they're natural, swarmy
2: pricks. Yep, yep.
1: But they're not, like, getting heat from the crowd. They're just kind of you're not even getting a real reaction from these guys.
0: There's fuck you heat, then go away heat.
1: They're, They're getting big boss man level heat. Uh, As heels. Ouch. And and that's the thing. Like, if you look at the guys who started this company with fucking... I still like the Bucks matches. I know you don't, but... If you look at Cody and the Bucks and Omega, the guys that made this company, your EVPs, look at the reaction that they're getting now. Now that this company is a life of its own and you've got real star power in there, that's not one of those guys. Now that you've got Danielson, now that you've got Punk and Miro and you've got potential other people coming in... I'm I'm just saying, look at the reaction that they get now, and it's cooled down a lot. Or, in Cody's case, it's completely nuclear go-away heat. So the guys that founded this thing, the diehards have even kind of, well, I really don't want to see her right now. So it is time for a fresh, legitimate heel. Who will it be? Ah, oh, I don't know. I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I hate to say, I think the way that a lot of Cody fans turn on Cody, the neck tattoo. It's oh, yeah. Like the neck so, tattoo was the, like, you're so fucking full of yourself. That Sorry. was the turning point. Yep. Now, granted, I get why he did it because look at the Stardust costume. Yeah. And he can't put back on the Stardust costume without it still showing that American Night. So, yeah. Stardust can never erase Cody wow. Rhodes. So I get why, no.
1: but it's still. Dear God. Yeah, unless Omega's going to stay a heel, which I don't think he will at this point. Uh, if Moxley comes back and he turns heel,
2: I, I don't think he's
1: going to be able to fill that void either. I think it's good. Honestly, Chris Jericho was a great heel when he was on top and he was the champion. I don't think he can go back to that now. I really don't. It's kind of on MJF to take that mantle, in my opinion. MJF is-
2: MJF's probably the best.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah he's i mean honestly he's the best heel in is he up enough
2: in the card though i mean
1: he's wrestled for the world title before but they just it's not that they don't trust him it's just that they want to do other things with him before they finally pull the trigger and when they he's a great
2: under crowd or undercard crowd pleaser like i mean whether I
1: i think he can do it no matter what level he's put into and i think if they put him into another world title picture, which I don't think they're going to anytime soon because you've got Punk and Danielson. Yeah. So I, I think you got too many gonna, big
2: names right now to be thrown at it. Like yeah, MG, it's tough, Adding MJF to the mix doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah. I think that's why they want to turn Moxley heel because he's been champion before. So he's kind of in that level. So when they do get him back, he can play heel for a little while and then they can trade the belt around a little yeah. bit. But I, it, I would say within. I think years. you need a heel
2: now. I think you need a new heel now.
1: Yeah, Punk's
2: the only one that makes sense to me.
1: I agree, and I think you got to go out and you got to get one. And uh, Malachi Black could move up the card too. That's another one I, I was thinking. It's
2: not the name you need though. Like, no, if you, if you if you could get a Brian, needed. if you get Brian Danielson, CM Punk, and have Punk be the the heel, like everybody. Knows who they are. Yeah. You get the MMA crowd. You get the WWE crowd. Like, there's so many people that would hear that, not knowing what AEW is. Yeah. They would hear CM Punk against Brian Danielson. Yeah. What we're doing? Yeah, that
1: this? match has to happen. Probably happen at Double or Nothing here, yeah. In the, in the April.
2: You You want to see this? You want to see AEW get some ratings? Holy shit! Having that arc would be great.
1: Yeah, I I think if you're gonna make a new heel. Cody has to kind of be it, but he won't be it. And if you're going to take one that's already there, the crowd's too behind Malachi Black, so you can't shift him up. Miro would be my next choice. But, yeah, I'm I'm going to be an MJF mark forever because the guy's so damn good at, at being a heel. But, yeah, I don't see him pulling the trigger on him just yet. But yeah, and, uh, and in all, all of, of that conversation,
2: things. we never talked about Adam Page.
1: Yeah, and there you go. Yeah. There you that's, go.
2: That's the scary part. Is he Uh, really going to be the... Yeah,
1: Yeah, exactly. The one thing we did gloss over, I I forgot to mention after the uh, awful inner circle match, was Jay Lethal all elite. And he'll be challenging Sammy Guevara for the TNT title on Dynamite. And I'm going to watch that because I've always liked Jay Lethal. So looking forward to Dynamite this week. And yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of direction they go with Paige now. I don't think he'll be rehashing more with Omega just yet. I, I would assume something fresh. So I'm, I'm excited to see him and Danielson. I'm, I'm excited to see where they go with a lot of this. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to AEW this week. You know, it's just, yeah. What can they do with page now moving forward? So that has yet to be seen.
0: This will be an interesting one to see, but, uh, well,
1: but yeah. Let's... Unless, uh, unless one of you got something else, let's take. I them. sure
2: don't.
0: As I'm known to say around here, all that being said, Thank you for joining us here at the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast for all of our results and reviews of Full Gear 2021. Hey there, Alesto TV. Yes, nerds talking nerd things. And I am Love the it. devilishly handsome outlaw himself, your king of extreme, Phil Koe. You can find me at KOE Nation on YouTube, Twitch, and now TikTok. But you need to like, share, subscribe right here to the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast. Also, follow us on Big Buck and Empire on Facebook and YouTube. YouTube. Also, follow us on Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast, KOE Nation. Also follow this guy Norwalk IRL on YouTube. Follow this guy Tony the Rod 2.0 on TikTok. Folks, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. I cannot wait to find all of you back here happy, healthy. Much the wiser. God bless and I'll see you around next time. Tony Chicken, take it away.
2: Thanks for tuning in, folks. As always, appreciate you. Love you
1: so yep i've got nothing much else folks uh of course yes join us coming up big buck and empire on facebook and dog and chicken show on youtube and spotify for thirsty thursdays this week episode 114 like share subscribe there and of course the revolutionary wrestling podcast like share subscribe because folks we're just a week out from wwe survivor series so champ I'm afraid that title's not exactly safe just yet. Oh, You're, you got another big one coming up, and I usually do pretty damn well at Survivor Series. So I will say, I
2: usually do really bad at AEW events, but
1: hey, but hey <laughs> I wanted the last one. I want that movie. Yeah, when the, thing and the, and the, the, the thing, thing and the stuff and the yeah. things that happened. <laughs> oh, we Lord. will see you right back here next week. For Survivor Series. Make sure you subscribe for the predictions, the preview, and of course on Sunday for the results and the review. We will see you then. Bye bye, folks. And see if it just smooths
0: itself out. Tell you what I'll do if I ever get back. I promise to refabricate you. Raging rivers of gold. That's what the brochure advertised. And now we're lost. We gotta take it down. Let you down slow.
1: It's hard to survive.